Good morning. Today is Monday, the 16th of September, 2019. My name is Jaga. I am your companion in prayer today, I guess is the best way that I can think of to say it at the moment. We are using a combination of the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer and Enriching Our Worship Volume 2, or Volume 1 and 2, Supplemental Liturgical Materials. Our readings for today are Psalms 56 and 57, 1 Kings chapter 21, verses 1 through 16, and 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 19. We're going to uh, save the gospel for evening prayer this evening, so you guys have prayer kind of in two parts today. We remember also today Ninian, and I will try to look up a description about who Ninian was for you if we've got time today. So with that being said, let us open our worship session this morning. God is spirit. And those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let us confess our sins to God. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, you are my God, from break of day I seek you. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a barren and dry land where there is no water. Therefore I have gazed upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. For your loving kindness is better than life itself. My lips shall give you praise. So will I bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. My soul is content, as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips, when I remember you upon my bed, and meditate on you in the night watches. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings I will rejoice. My soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. O God, you are my God, from break of day I seek you. 
Psalm 56. Be gracious to me, O God, for people trample on me. All day long foes oppress me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many fight against me. O Most High, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I am not afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they seek to injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps. As they hope to have my life, so repay them for their crime. In wrath cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will retreat in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. In the Lord, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I am not afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? My vows to you I must perform, O God. I will render thank offerings to you. For you have delivered my soul from death and my feet from falling, so that I may walk before God in the light of life. Psalm 57 Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me. For in you my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the destroying storms pass by. I cry to God Most High, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame those who trample on me. God will send forth his steadfast love and his faithfulness. I lie down among lions that greedily devour human prey. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations, for your steadfast love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 21, verses 1-16 through 16. Later the following events took place. Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard in Jezreel, beside the palace of King, Ahab, of King Ahab of Samaria. And Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard, give me your vineyard, so that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is near my house. I will give you a better vineyard for it. Or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its value in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give you my ancestral inheritance. Ahab went home resentful and sullen because of what Naboth the Jezreelite had said to him. For he had said, I will not give you my ancestral inheritance. 
He lay down on his bed, turned away his face, and would not eat. His wife Jezebel came to him and said, Why are you so depressed that you will not eat? He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if you prefer, I will give you another vineyard for it. But he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. His wife Jezebel said to him, Do you now govern Israel? Get up, eat some food, and be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal. She sent the letters to the elders and the nobles who lived with Naboth in his city. She wrote in the letters, Proclaim a fast, and seat Naboth at the head of the assembly. Seat two scoundrels opposite him, and have them bring a charge against him, saying, You have cursed God and the king. Then take him out and stone him to death. The men of his city, the elders and the nobles who lived in his city, did as Jezebel sent word to them, just as it was written in the letters that she had sent to them. They proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth at the head of the assembly. The two scoundrels came in and sat opposite him, and the scoundrels brought a charge against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned, he is dead. As soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Go, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money. For Naboth is not alive, but dead. As soon as Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab set out to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle S, a song of our true nature. Christ revealed our frailty and our falling, our trespasses and our humiliations. Christ also revealed his blessed power, his blessed wisdom and love. He protects us as tenderly and as sweetly when we are in greatest need. He raises us in spirit and turns everything to glory and joy without ending. God is the ground and the substance, the very essence of nature. God is the true father and mother of natures. We are all bound to God by nature, and we are all bound to God by grace. And this grace is for all the world, because it is our precious mother, Christ. For this fair nature was prepared by Christ for the honor and nobility of all, and for the joy and bliss of salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. First Corinthians 1, 1-19 Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth, To those who were sacrificed, in, to those who are sacrificed in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those who, in every place, call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours, 
Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and in knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By God you were called into the fellowship of God's Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius so that no one can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the house of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Parent Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father of the parent, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Help us, O God, our Savior, deliver us and forgive us our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning so shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life.
Let us pray now our specific prayers um, for those that, that we lift up to God for healing or for restoration or justice, any one of those things, any, any and all things. In your tender mercies, O God, remember we who remember they who expect or have just received a grave diagnosis. Help them to trust in your goodness and believe that after a time of trial they shall be established on the firm foundation of your deliverance. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the word made flesh. You overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, and then ascended again to the parent. Grant us, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. Gracious God, only source of life and health, help, comfort, and relieve us, and give your power of healing to those who minister to our needs that our weakness may be turned to strength and confidence in your loving care for the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Strengthen your children, O God, to go where we have to go and bear what we have to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, and technicians we may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people, but in Jesus bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love, bring healing and strength to us. And by your justice, lift us up that in the body you have given us, we may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Gracious Christ, you came into the world as one of us and suffered as we do. As we go through the trials of life, help us to realize that you are with us at all times and in all things, that we have no secrets from you, and that your loving grace enfolds us for eternity. In the security of your embrace, we pray. Amen. O oh, blessed God, you ministered to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen.
let's talk about our readings briefly. Let's start with our psalms. So these are heartening psalms. You know, I'm going through a time of trial in my life right now. And my priest said to me, and it sounds dismissive, but it's, it's not. Um, so just go with me. Um, you really are living the psalms. You know, they must be of great comfort to you right now. And they are. It is of great comfort to me that just as God was gracious to David and was his rescue and restoration, so God shall be with me. And with you and with all of us. Praise God. And so I pray as our psalmist did, pray into being the steadfastness of my heart, that I will sing and make melody, that my soul will awaken. Awakening is not always easy or painless it is often quite the opposite but with God and in God we can find solace and peace and love and then our reading from Kings um, I'm gonna have to do a little research on this when I have the time I will make the time to do a little research on this because there's there's some um, interesting there's some interesting theories, and then I think there are some damaging theories as well on the whole Je um, Ahab-Jezreel thing. Um, but here, let's just look at some motivations here. Ahab is greedy, and he goes home sullen and pouting and sulking like a kid. Like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say like a kid, because um, not all kids are pouters and sulkers, right? My son my son is stand not not really, he's in school right now, but... Um, my son would be standing over my, my shoulder and correct me on that one for sure. Um, and then Jezebel is like twisting his authority or egging him on kind of. Like, are you the king or not? You know, kind of deal. And then she speaks for him. And I think we have to be really careful who we allow to speak for us. Um, we should take that to heart. And please, God, let us not be the scoundrels who, out of misguided loyalty or sense of reward or whatever the motion, uh, whatever the motivation might be, do evil things on behalf of those in power. Let us use our power, and we all have more power, I think, than we think we do, for good, for healing, for restoration, for reconciliation. Amen. Our New Testament reading in Corinthians reminds us that it is in God's name only and by God's power only that we are received into Christ and enabled and empowered by Christ. And I think that that's really important to remember whose power it is, whose authority it is, and by who whose name, and I think name is more than just what we call something in this case, um, and whose name it is. 
And I love how, how Paul talks about his, his purpose is not to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel. So he understands that some people do one thing for God and others do another. And also that he does it imperfectly. And it is in those imperfections as well that God works. And I think we should remember that, that we don't have to be perfect to accomplish our, perp- our mission. If we wait until we're perfect to move forward in strength and love to do what we're called to do, then, then we wait forever. And so I think that's a trap of the enemy. I think that just as God takes everything and uses it for God's purpose, so the enemy tries to twist things away and use them for the enemy's purpose. And I think that um, this is, you know, this is an example of that. They're trying to take baptism and, and twist it. And Paul is saying, no, let's get some clarity. Let's get back to what it's really about. And we often have to come back and recenter ourselves and remember our purposes and remember by whose power and authority we do the things we do. May God grant us that clarity. As the psalmist said, may God awaken us to our purpose and power. And may God give us holy humility, but cast away in Jesus' name the spirits of fear and perfectionism. And I don't just mean perfectionism in that everything, you're compulsive and everything has to be perfect, but this twisting of humility that we cannot take risks without being perfect and we'll just get creamed. God is going to show up in our weakness and be there for us. And it is by God's grace and God's grace alone that things get done. May we allow God to use us, God and God alone. And may we remain fixed, rooted in God's faith and love. Our internal compass is pointing only towards God's nearest goal for us. Transformation to transformation, right? Keep us undeterred, Lord God. Replenish us and strengthen us. In your holy name we pray. Amen. All right, darlings, let's close this up with, as I love to do, the prayer attributed to St. Francis as a prayer for mission. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen.
Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.